calling all coffee lovers. Every wellpreneur, mom, college student, employee, business owner knows the importance of starting your day off right. But how would it be to add some mushrooms to that coffee? Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom Coffee, that is, with its rich, smooth flavor and ground lion's mane mushroom, which has been shown to boost cognition and reduce inflammation, it is my go-to cup of coffee for starting my day off right. Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom is the perfect pairing of health and caffeine. Mushroom in your coffee? I'll take it for the added benefits of mental clarity and the smooth, delicious flavor. Try it for yourself. Use code BEWELL for 10% off your purchase at us.foursigmatic.com. Again, that's BEWELL at us.foursigmatic.com. Living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hello, welcome back to the three L's. So always happy that you're here. Hasn't this been just such an empowering couple of episodes thus far this season? I have been overjoyed to have my previous guest on who really just hit the nail on the head when it comes to team building, developing that CEO mindset, challenging those core beliefs and tracking triggers for negative self-talk. And so today, I want to keep this information knowledge wheelhouse going by talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is building your business. So as you all know, I am what I like to refer to as a wellpreneur um, in the wellness industry in kind of multiple ways. You know, I own my group, Mental Health Private Practice, where I have two wonderful, just highly skilled clinicians that offer beautiful individual counseling. I provide therapy myself, and it has been such an interesting process to learn the marketing behind your business and your private practice. Um, And in addition to that, I created my sister company, the 3L solution, which I know you guys have heard me talk about before, where I am offering consulting for therapists and wellnesspreneurs alike who want help in building their dream business. So this is really kind of a freebie episode today where I'm going to go a little bit deeper into how you as a business owner or potentially a soon-to-be business owner can use all different kinds of resources to help build your business, build your brand. This is basically like freebie central because I'm giving it all away. Not all of it, but quite a bit. So we all know that building a business can be overwhelming. I mean, I say that from experience. You know, I will often think about when I started my practice about four years ago. Um, I think it was 2016, June 1st. And 
I got all ready. I got my website going. I got my office space. Um, I created that Psychology Today profile and I thought to myself, okay, I've built it and now my door's open. The phone's gonna ring off the hook. And what happened for about the first two weeks, I did not get one phone call. And I started freaking out, thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? Um, but, you know, my personality type lends itself to loving a challenge and wanting to kind of learn and educate. Oh my gosh, the rest is history. I have been completely bitten by the bug that entrepreneurship brings and marketing strategies all the above. It is so, so fascinating to me. And so if you are in that same boat, if you have started a practice, started a coaching business, if you want to, and you are just thinking, where in the hell do I even start? I want to talk with you a little bit further about that because there is a great kind of building block way to create your practice create your business and it doesn't even cost money. So that's the second piece. So for all of my other, you know, frugal folks out there, this one is definitely for you. I am all about using the multitude of free resources that are offered to us that we just have to take full advantage of. I'm going to go ahead and start with Google for business. Y'all, this has been a game changer for me. So If your business is not already on Google for Business and you don't have that little app downloaded on your phone, you don't have um, it set up so that you can go in on your computer and work on it, that is step one. Sign up for Google for Business. Um, It gives you so many different tools that you need to utilize. So from sharing updates, uh, inspirational post, business related post, do it all. Fill out all of the information that you can. So if you go to my private practice, which feel free to, it's Humanitas Counseling, H-U-M-A-N-I-T-A-S, Counseling in Chesapeake, Virginia, take a peek. See exactly what I'm talking about when I say you can fill it all out. So from the services that you offer, the rates, your website, you can link your secure scheduling system right to Google my business. So literally all a person has to do is land on that Google my business page and boom, secure scheduling link is right there. It does not get any easier. Um, So for me, I chose, I use simple practice as my electronic medical record system. I found that it is the most intuitive, easy to use platform. um, And you know, I get great feedback from my clients. They they love being able to self-schedule and see my availability. I have it set up so two months in advance, somebody can book out um, because it got to be so much in the beginning when I was doing all of that scheduling and I didn't let go of the scheduling piece. You know, I didn't even realize that Simple Practice had that feature. Um, and so... highly recommend simple practice but back to google my business that is where you can add that link and so i don't know about other electronic medical records or scheduling systems you know if they offer that hipaa compliant capacity i'm sure that they do if it's a uh, medical record but 
consider putting the link right there. You can also obviously link your website. Now here's the big thing. I see this so often. Other providers don't put pictures on their Google My Business and people want to see the practice. So if you go visit mine, you're going to see I have pictures of my office space. I have pictures of myself and the clinicians. I mean, I put it out there because if I'm a consumer and I'm looking for a provider, I like to see a photo. I like to see who is this person, um, especially for something as sensitive as individual counseling, family counseling, marital counseling, any kind of coaching, self-esteem coaching, women's empowerment coaching. People want to get to know who you are as the provider. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to um, put a photo up of you playing tennis with your best friend. Mm -mm. Some kind of professional either headshot or a beautiful photo that's been taken with your iPhone on portrait mode. That's key because it does make a much better quality photo. But some kind of um, photos that show a consumer, hey, this is who I want to go see. Um, I think about anything related to our businesses that we put on the internet. That is an extension of the business itself. So if your website is lackluster or um you know we're going to talk about instagram but if your instagram is not portraying accurately who you are it is going to turn people off these these free kind of forms of marketing are so essential so get a google my business profile um set up your account fill out every single facet of google my business um and I even create throughout the week. I have two different admin days because I've learned that having a caseload and trying to run two different businesses, I, I got to have the time to put in to work on these things. So I update when we're open on holidays, when we're closed, because I want the most accurate portrayal of everything related to my private practice. So that is first tip number one, complete that Google My Business very accurately, share post on Google My Business that will help increase, it'll show Google, Google, um, <laughs> Google, Google, it, it really picks up when you are active and the more active, it's almost like the whole SEO concept on your website, if you're changing out your photos, if you're updating blog posts, um, things like that, if you're making changes, the I keep wanting to say algorithm because my brain is so stuck in Instagram, but um, search engine optimization loves updates and changes. It shows that you're an active, relevant business, and so they're going to boost your information to potential customers and consumers. So don't be scared to add some posts. I know with everything going on with COVID, I try to be pretty active and just like put up the updates that we had, you know gone online or you know back in the day when I was really rebuilding and had more time I would share inspirational quotes um, things that gave potential new clients a taste into who I am as a provider that would attract them to the practice they would you know maybe think wow okay that's some helpful information let me give her a try it is very effective now 
let's go into a little bit with Instagram. I'll touch on Facebook, although Facebook is not my, my main uh, modality, but we'll start with Instagram. So when it comes to Instagram, number one, this is a free platform. It is, it is a gift if it is used appropriately. This is how you can 100% show new clients, connect with new potential clients by the content that you are sharing. We all know that. We all know that. But even the beautiful thing about Instagram is that it allows you to capitalize on visual images. And media and images are so powerful. For any, you know, wellpreneur that's listening, I mean, let's let's think about PTSD. So a lot of times with PTSD, what stays with a person the most is the image, the image of whatever traumatic situation has occurred. Um, and so it shows, I share that because it shows how powerful visual images are. And Instagram allows for you to share those images. Now, here's something that I see quite a bit. I see a lot of, a lot of quotes um, that go around. I love a good quote. I think they can be super, super powerful. But if I were a potential new client, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm, I want to see a little bit more. If I'm an active Instagram user and I'm using that platform, you know, gone are those days where somebody picks up a Yellow Pages phone book and calls a random number. We are in the age where people are making very smart, educated choices about what provider is that they want to go to. Even physicians, they have, you know, the health grades where you can go on and see where people are rated. Um, that can be a blessing and a curse, as, you know, some people may know. But for the most part, it's a big blessing. So use your Instagram to accurately portray who you are and the messages that you want to send. I even take it so far as to establish what is your expertise in. Instagram is the ideal way to niche down and speak to your ideal client population. Show that you are a specialist in the field, whether it's anxiety, overcoming perfectionism, um, PTSD, you know, and if it makes you feel better, always put your disclaimer on your Instagram site that this is not to be used in lieu of true outpatient counseling or medical treatment, you know, make sure that that's on there. Create your policies surrounding direct messages. Um, how are you going to handle that if somebody messages you and they share a lot of personally identifiable information, which we know can be a breach of confidentiality? Make your policy known. I will not respond to direct messages, but this is how you can book an appointment with me. Um, because I think sometimes counselors and therapists, it is so ingrained in us that we really, you know, with HIPAA and confidentiality, which I am really, really subscribed to, but that we're not able to share anything outside of a positive quote when that's not the case. So, the things that we can share can be extremely educational in nature. Think about, get into the mind of your ideal client. 
what who are they searching for what do they want to hear about what do they want to learn um and those are the things to kind of go by i i love a good series so if you do like a three-part series on you know setting boundaries or um overcoming emotional hardships, you know, whatever it could be, stick to it and provide that really good value and the clients will come, whether it's for coaching, whether it is for mental health counseling. The other thing, make sure that in your profile, in your little bio that you have, that that's your calling card. So what you put on that calling card is the first thing that somebody is going to see. Make sure that you identify. I see a lot of vague descriptions. So somebody will say, licensed therapist in Minnesota, um, you know, and that's really the extent, mental health advocate. Um, but there, there's not like a, a niching down that happens in that bio. And I know there there can be some hesitancy surrounding niching down because some people think, okay, if I niche down, I'm going to turn away everybody. This is not the case. It, it was definitely a mindset shift that I had to make. You know, instead of being a generalist and trying to serve everyone, I had to get really clear who is my ideal population um, and how can I really hone in and help them which then gives you the twofold effect of you really be you really are an expert in that population because it's it's those are the people who you're working with on a daily basis. Um so you can certainly have more than one niche. You know, I wouldn't go over like maybe two or three. And because then if you start going over that, you know, if somebody is suffering from high functioning anxiety and you've got a list of complex PTSD, um, major depressive disorder, um, you know, dissociative identity disorder, and the list keeps going on, that person is going to be less likely to follow up with you because your niche gets lost in the other niches. So not telling you that you cannot work with any of those people, as we know with anxiety, there can be those symptoms of depersonalization that happens when somebody becomes so incredibly anxious, that disassociation um, from themselves. So clinical issues overlap. We all know that. Um, So just hone in, there's, there could be a whole podcast episode on niching down and maybe maybe I'll make one. Um, but for right now, I really want to encourage you, when it comes to Instagram, use that bio to really get clear who is your ideal client and what's the tra- transformation that you can provide for them. So outside of, and I keep going back to anxiety because that's my specialty, outside of like, you know, I provide anxiety therapy, you know, what What really happens? You know, for me, it's I help women find balance in life. I help women to achieve better work-life balance, to better manage stress through coping strategies, you know, whatever it could be. Uh, those are, I'm just coming up with those off the top of my head. But um, really get clear, what's the transformation um, that can happen? Because that instills like a sense of promise. Now, with that being said, it was drilled into my head in graduate school about advertising and 
the false promise of the benefits of therapy. So we never want to guarantee results. You know, you come and work with me, your life is going to be changed. Uh -uh, Because we all know that the work that we do, it is largely dependent on how hard our clients are going to work and implement the skills that we are so carefully cultivating and encouraging them to use. No false promises. All we're doing is speaking to what the potential transformation could be. How can you help? Um, What have you been proficient in in the past? And the other thing, so when it comes to using clinical jargon, you know, I know that we're all proficient in our field. I know we all know some CBT, DBT, ACT, solution focus, motivational interviewing, yada, yada, yada. The list can go on and on. Does the average person know what acceptance and commitment therapy is? Does the average consumer who's never ever walked foot into a therapy room, do they really care that you provide emotionally focused therapy? Probably not. Probably not because most people don't know what it is unless you're in the field. So that's where we have to step outside even with the posts that you create. Um, Make sure that it is not getting you're not getting too lost in in being a clinician and losing that aspect of humanity um because most people come to therapy one because they want to feel heard absolutely who doesn't and two because there's something that is painful or difficult that they're experiencing and so to hear you know the clinician say well we're going to i i'm i am an expert in you know EFT or EMDR, you know, it's like, well, how does that help me get over this horrific divorce that I'm encountering right now or the loss of my child? You know, is what is EFT? So really speak to what your client is going through just as you do in a session. Demonstrate that real empathetic nature of who you are through your content that you share on social media. Um, so when I first started, I was a Facebook gal. I mean, that was like my my main go-to. I got a lot of clients from Facebook, you know, because I would run a lot of ads um, and things like that. I've kind of gotten a little out of touch with Facebook at this point. I know that it can be a super relevant um, forum and platform to seek your ideal clients. So, the only recommendation that I would make is create a Facebook business page. And in fact, on your Instagram, a very, very um, important step is in order to have a business Instagram page, you have to have a Facebook business page. So for some reason, that's just how they do it. You know, Facebook now owns Instagram. And so they kind of implemented this and that's fine, whatever. So just make sure that you create that Facebook business page. That way you get access to your stats, your statistics on your Instagram page. If you have ever wondered, why am I not getting a lot of engagement on my Instagram post? That's when you go, if you have the business profile and you click insights. And the insights little column shows up right underneath your photo and you can see how many people did this post reach how successful were the hashtags that i used and hashtags are like a whole different thing um but hashtags are also a great way to boost your post and get some more engagement so 
get that Facebook business page. Instagram even has, I believe, an option where the posts that you share on IG, you can also share simultaneously to Facebook. I've chosen not to do it because I'm at this point, I have not hired an um, social media manager. I, I like to kind of do my own thing. That way, the posts that I make are true to who I am. So I only share to Instagram, but you can do which you can do both of them if you really want to heavy hit it and make it happen. Um, that's great. I know on my Facebook business page, I used to be super, super active on there. And then I made the switch to Instagram. Um, I went ahead and you can even look that up there on, on Facebook, Humanitas Counseling and Consulting LLC. But I created an overarching top post that I pinned to the top of Facebook just to let people know how to contact me, how to get a hold of one of my clinicians, how to book an appointment that we're still, you know, on and popping over here and taking new clients, but we're just not posting as much on Facebook. Um, so you can you can certainly make it work for you, whatever you decide. The last thing that I'll share is that some people try to do it all. Some people are on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Pick which one works best for you. Pick which which forum is the one that feels most natural to you. If you are more of a Facebook person, go for that. There is nothing wrong with picking one um social media outlet and just staying getting super proficient with that so don't be scared to um even niche down when it comes to which social media platform you want to use trust me take it from the girl who used to do all the different platforms it, it gets to be a lot so um pick your one that you like the other piece is that when somebody engages with you on your photo um always comment back always connect with them engage with them try to make it something meaningful you know i've seen some really like beautiful insightful comments that have been posted on other people's instagram pages and the person whose profile it was posted on all they write back is thanks and i'm thinking gosh that is such a missed opportunity to connect with whether it be a potential new client or a potential new friend, you know, um, whatever. Just really, if somebody takes the time to comment on your social media outlets, I think that it is a beautiful thing to respond back to them with the same care and consideration that they've given you. Now, do you have to do this, you know, as soon as somebody comments? No, I don't even have my Instagram notifications show up on my phone because it's just too much for me. I don't have email notifications that show up. I have to manually go and check my email because I just, I'm prone to work all the time. So for me, I had to create that boundary and I plan in my day when I go in and check my the Instagram platform, all that good stuff, or else, you know, you can easily get sucked into it. So create those boundaries even around when you're checking, but definitely make the most out of whatever social media platform that you subscribe to. And the more consistent that you're posting, and even if it's at the same time, the better because you know when you start to get 
a little a little following of people or a big following of people um not to place pressure on you and there definitely isn't any self-induced pressure even if it's just once a week just showing up in some capacity making time to interact with other people um all that good stuff that all goes into boosting the algorithm boosting engagement there it just it all it all is a beneficial piece of using that free resource uh that you have now last but not least so when you're building your business it can be overwhelming um you know, I remember I used to wake up and think, okay, how am I going to tackle my day today? Now, granted, this was pre-COVID, but I literally sat down and researched in my area all of the networking meetings that were available. I went, I made it when I first started, and for those first two weeks, the phone didn't ring. <laughs> I didn't even let it get to the two weeks. I would just watch that phone nonstop, but I hustled. I made networking a full-time job. There were some days I would leave the house at 8 a.m. to get to like a B&I meeting, and I would not get home until five o'clock because then I would go to a lunch. Then I'd maybe do a little bit of uh, like storefront browsing, and then I'd go to an afternoon event. I mean, it was nonstop, but guess what? It got my name out there. I met so many great people who I am still connected with today. And did you know those, a lot of those great people then got started asking me to speak at their community events, which then clients started calling because they got to meet me in person. That to me is the most valuable free resource is giving your time. You know, of course, make sure it's worth your while, make sure it's worth your mission. Um, you know, like I, I don't specialize in, um, substance abuse per se. So I don't know if it would be the most appropriate for me to go and speak about, um, teen drug use or something like that, because I don't, I would end up referring those clients out, but if it was a women's empowerment event, oh, heck yeah, I'm going to be there because that is my jam. That's my, what I built my entire business around is empowering women. So get to know your community. Um, don't be afraid to get yourself out there. Always, always, I don't care what anybody says, always have a business card. Always have a business card. I used to do a personal challenge where I would, everywhere I went, whether it was Target, whether it was, I remember one time I went to JCPenney, um, <laughs> I would tell one person every day that I owned a practice, that I was a mental health therapist, and guess what? Every time, I, I kid you not, every time I casually slipped it in there, somebody would say, do you have a card? My best friend needs therapy or my daughter or whomever. I'd say, yes, I do have a card. Absolutely. When people meet you and get to connect with you face to face, that's when the magic happens. That's when they get to get a feel for who are you, your vibe, your energy. Going to therapy doesn't seem that scary at that point, which I'm kind of going tangential right now, but that's another beautiful thing of social media. Use the video platform offered on both Facebook and Instagram because people get to know you. They get to know your mannerisms. If the thought of doing video just freaks you out, go ahead, sit down, create you a little agenda, a little, um, you know, three things that you want to talk about, uh, like maybe a mm, coping strategy or something. Make a three-minute video. It can be a two-minute video. I mean, it does not have to be a long thing. 
If you really are nervous about it, make a story. Because guess what? That story disappears in 24 hours and poof, it's gone. Then, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But if people can get to know you and who you are, that's when that's when the no like and trust factor comes in. So don't be scared to show your gorgeous face and, you know, um, your your skills training that you want to offer or even just a, hey, how's it going? You know, that kind of thing is what builds a community. So in the actual literal community, whether it's attending, you know, um, Zoom networking meetings, I guess that would be something that is going on right now or, um, you know, somebody contacts you via email and they want you to come speak at their event. Go for it. That's that is definitely a beautiful way for free marketing. It does of course take your time, but the payoff can be so beneficial. So, last but not least, now this is something that I've been able to very effectively use. I love it. Now I'm I'm just I feel too busy. I don't have time to sit down and write anything. Hero, help a reporter out. H A R O. Sign up for a Hero account if you are in those days or if you love to write. Oh my gosh, Hero is one of the coolest platforms where reporters from all over put out, it's almost like a bid, and they talk about what they would need for you to speak on. And then you're given the opportunity to submit you know, um, a little blurb. So I've done a couple. One was for Psychology Today. One was for Prevention. I did a couple for Thrive Global. Um, actually, Thrive Global was a different thing, but they do have the bids for Thrive Global on there. Um, but they're all over. Oh, Bustle, that was a huge one. And um, you never know what can happen. Uh, you know, the, the answer is always no unless you ask. So in this case, if you sign up for Harrow, you start submitting a couple um writing samples, you know, they'll ask you, I think one of mine, let me think about this for a second. It's been so long since I've done this. Um, oh, oh yeah. One was, uh, I think it was prevention and it was how to successfully work from home. And all I did was just in a fun way, talk about how make an office space in your house, um, and dedicate that space only to work because your brain makes the association with different places in your home. And they picked it up and it's published. And so anytime somebody does a Google search for Rachel Ann Dine, all those articles come up. Um, and it just kind of helps boost and make you an expert in your field. Not to mention that when you do get published, you can add those links to your private practice website. And people can get a feel and read and see that you were considered a subject matter expert and were asked to contribute to a national publication. It's such a cool thing. So build that business by using Google for Business, Instagram, Instagram for Business, hopefully, uh, create your Facebook page, and even try help a reporter out. So many different ways to get your name out there, get your face out there. It's just a matter of doing it of making it happen. So 
I hope that wherever you are in creating your business, running your business, getting more clients, I hope that it is a successful journey. Know that if you ever want to talk further, I am here for you. I have several different consulting package offerings where we can go really deep into some marketing strategies. I can help you with your website copy. You know, that's the one thing if you look at my website, by the time somebody comes to me, they already feel like they know me, one. But they also say, oh my gosh, I feel like you spoke directly to me. I mean, that's happened so many times. And that is a result of clear niching down and really, really getting super, super clear on who my ideal client is, the people who I really help the most. Um, And it works. It is successful. So if you want to go deep with that, please reach out. Hello at rachelandine.com. Just shoot me an email. Um, visit uh, uh, rachelandine.com website to just learn more about the different services. I, we can sit down. I can do a little Instagram audit, get you back on the right page. We can talk about some hashtag management, some other strategies. But I am here for this. This has been such a passion of mine. I want to share it with you. And I hope that you apply these tips to your current business and are successful with such. So go out there, make it happen, and have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.